Well, hi, my name is Teresa Dedman. Welcome to Create Talks. It's time to start a global conversation about how creativity with God is the game changer for living a fulfilled life. It's in us. It's who we are. Creativity is in our DNA. You will hear from me and hosts of guests I will be interviewing who are transforming culture and the church as they co-create with God. So I invite you to come and be part of this kingdom creative global family. I have seen countless people find freedom and healing when they discover their unique creative purpose in life. So I want to empower you to create with God and unleash your creative destiny. So come on and let's get going. Welcome to Create Talks. Thank you for coming and listening and sharing heart to heart on what it means to be creative and how we can really successfully grow in our creative endeavors throughout life. I know that this has been such an incredible journey of hearing from so many great speakers, but now I have the privilege of introducing our next incredible guest. His name is, drumroll please, Sean Bowles, the one and only prophetic voice that has really captured what it means to translate God, to become naturally supernatural, and his heart is to really move into creativity to see us come into our destiny. So as he shares right now, I want you just to let the presence of God come upon you and start to understand the power of what can happen as we co-create and we become culturally relevant to society. Because if we have a great message, but if we don't know how to make it culturally relevant, we're going to miss out on a whole lot of stuff. So get ready, fasten your safety belts as we head in to hear from Sean Bowles now. Well, hello, we are on Create Talks, woohoo! And I have such, such an incredible man named Sean Bowles. A lot of you know him, of course, but what an apostolic leader. You <laughs> well, just you. have shown so much of an understanding for people about what the prophetic is, translating God, uh, and your new book, God Secrets. But there's so much more that you have in, in your podcast, in the books for children. There's so many different things that you have kind of generated in the industry. Uh, you find your home kind of everywhere. And now, after really seeing your, your church thrive and grow down in Hollywood and seeing that successful, and now you're moving on to becoming more of an international voice about love, about the prophetic, about social justice issues. We and call it love, creativity, and justice. Those are our main themes. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is so cool. But I just wanted you to, to share with everyone about why is, why is creativity such an important subject for people to understand about who they are and about where they're headed in as a believer as well as just a person who wants to transform culture. Well, you've heard me say this before, but your listeners may not have. The way that I learned how to relate to God, I think the most consistently when I was growing up was as creator. And it was the first way he revealed himself. Come on. I mean, every other identity, you know, he's a father, he's the bridegroom. They yeah. were things for us to understand him, but creator was for him to be understood, like where he wanted us to know his identity outside That's of us. so good. And it's, it just, 
impacted me where I'm like, every kid, when they create something, they want to show it to their parents and say, look what I did. Well, God wanted to show us this world that he created, you know, some people, I'm a romantic, so I think there might be life on other planets, but there's not another human race somewhere or there's not another kind of created race in his image somewhere. I don't believe some people might be offended at that, but I think I'm a romantic and God's romantic that he created this whole thing around his love for humanity. Yeah. And he created this whole thing to show us that the full expression of his love, that his love has no bounds. It's still growing. They can measure space is still growing. And that's our God. That's how he is. And so creativity is one of the things that reveals the omnipotence and the majesty of God more than anything else does. It's crazy. And the thing that's so crazy is so many people believe that they're not creative. Yeah. (laughs) Which is so funny. You're created in the master creator's image, but you're not creative. (laughs) And when they believe that, it's like they're putting down a part of who God's created them to be because they're so afraid of being different which is why God created us all differently, yeah. which is kind of an oxymoron. But share about what you what your passion is in seeing people released to create just in the entertainment industry and now what you're seeing because they understand who they are and just some testimonies. Well, I think um, the cool thing is this, we're at you know, a creative conference right now or creative school that you put on, which I love. And I... Ten years ago when we started this, or eight years ago or whatever, oh, when we I started know. these creative schools, Christianity was still last in line or, you know, last oh, yeah. to come up to subjects. Even if it had to do with the social justice cause or something, we were not very advanced, yeah. not very globalized in those thinking ways of thinking. And something's happened in a very short period of time where the I gap's know. been closing, and it's because of creativity. Yep. Because movies, because stories are being told about anti-human trafficking through short films and through exactly. beautiful projects because of uh, music, because music that we all have in common, like certain, there was like a, a, a stillborn child in the worship industry for a little while. There was like a dead thing. Like the, the yeah. music wasn't very good. You know, and all of a sudden, you know, Bethel music and Hillsong and all these different groups, yeah. elevation music, upper room music, all these groups just came to a new level. You know, like something happened where worship got inspired in a massive yeah. way. Again, that yeah. the global expression of worship that we would all have in common. Maybe there's something that people like more at home, but the global expression... And so there's God put a light on us creating and it actually creating a global conversation and something yes. that we all have in common right now in a lot of different genres. So that some of the purposes that he has in creating uh, or, or in bringing justice could be brought quickest. So there's things that he has wanted from the beginning of time that he wants to manifest now through his sons and daughters. And he's using creativity to show what it'll look like. So when it starts to manifest, yeah. we have a prototype or we have what it's like. And if you tell an orphan what it's like to be uh, have a father, they won't understand you. But if you show them a movie about it, exactly. or if you show them a TV show about it, or if you let them read a book about it, you know they can all of a sudden have a prototype of this is what it's like to be a son yeah. in the midst of a family. And, and that's what creativity does. Is it, it imparts culture. And it, and it yeah. kind of does change the way that we do uh, ministry. It changes sure. everything because I can put on a movie about abortion, like the movie Unplanned or things like that, and that can create a space for people to go that are just in secular magazines. I, I just saw this article that said, hey, I've been pro-choice my whole life, but when I saw the movie Unplanned, man, I'm going to fight for pro-life. And there's this thing where just seeing one one movie, seeing one thing can everything. shift everything. everything. And the power of what we have as believers now to create movies. I mean, I can go on my iPhone right now, so you can too, and create content that could create a shift and a change. It's now in our hands. It's not just in the elite of the elite, but creativity is meant 
And God has broadcasted it to, hey, what are you doing creatively to, for what you believe in? And I think, you know, Sean, one of the things that you carry, which is just so amazing, is this ability to see prophetically what's next. And because of creativity and the acceleration that we've seen just in the school for the last seven years that we've done, what do you feel is next? I mean, what do you feel creatively with what God's saying will make that shift to see what he, his heart is for this next generation? I think number one is that um, God's raising up the writers and he's raising up the content creators who are going to be leading the conversations and narratives over songwriting, film writing, television writing, video game writing all these different uh, areas that God's raising up, the creators, the people who are the creative minds behind it, that bring creative genius behind it are Christians. And I'm fi- I'm meeting them all the time. Come on. People who aren't just writing another eschatology movie. Thank Jesus. <laughs> Come on. Please don't write any more of those. Oh, we I don't know. Need them. We, Maybe 20 years we, from now. We've, we've already seen enough. We've me. seen them all. You know, the people who are writing things that are like, there's some incredibly talented comic book writers who are moving into film yes. that are Christians. There's incredible yeah. TV writers who are, uh, who are like actually approaching and no, no longer oh, like, just in the industry learning, but they're, it's their season. They're, they've yeah. been seasoned, it's their season. And, and I think just shortly over the next five and 10 years, we're gonna find you know, um, many, many, many of the writers of music yeah. who some of the most popular celebrities are singing, are, we're gonna find them either have become Christian or they are Christian. And one of the reasons for that is because if mm-hmm. we can control the writing, we control the narrative. That's right. And I think that uh, it yeah. doesn't mean that they're going to have all these Christian versions of everything. It means that they're going to tell truth. Exactly. And truth carries over to people who have different political opinions, different uh, backgrounds, different upbringings. And I think that God, who is the writer, he's a living word. Yeah. And he is the writer of the word he wrote totally. through all these people that he is actually going to use his creative r- gift that yeah. he is from the beginning of time he put inside of us to lead. Yeah. So I think we're in a very unique time because... One of the reasons why Christians haven't had a lot of authority or influence is because we haven't come in to help create something that could be celebrated by the whole world. We've tried to preach and do edutainment, which isn't bad. Edutainment's not bad for the people it's for, but it's bad when you take it outside the people it's for. Can you imagine going to a conference and finding out it's for chiropractors and you're not a chiropractor? Oh, exactly. And how boring you'd be, how bored you'd be after nine hours of teaching. You would just want to kill yourself, you know, and that's what the church has done through their creativity, they've said, let come watch this movie, but there's an, such an agenda in it. That's other than what the person who's watching it would want to see. It's not, so it's, it's changed. Yeah. What's happening is that they, they don't know their audience. They don't know their audience. So and what, that's, there's yeah. some emotional intelligence that has, has been forming and some spiritual intelligence has been forming creativity. It's just beautiful. And I don't know if your listeners would know, but some of the highest level executives in Hollywood and the film industry are Christians. Yeah. And a lot of them are like they've been Christians for a long time, but they're starting to understand their position there. Come on. And that's part of when you get identity in the midst of your role. And it's happening like popcorn. So it's it's a very exciting time because God yeah. is allowing Daniels and Babylon for real to have real influence. They've been raised up there, but it's time to have their influence. And I think over the next five and ten years we're gonna see the influence yeah. of both new people in popular culture getting saved, not to be exciting, but also the people who've been there all along who all of a sudden they'll know what their influence is for and they'll start to use their position, leverage their position for kingdom. And kingdom doesn't always look like fighting for a um, biblical perspective and a worldview in their genre. It could look yeah. like loving the people around them. And it doesn't mean totally. that they're anti-biblical view. I'm not saying that, but it doesn't mean that they're going directly after uh, ministry in the sake of exactly. their position. And that's been, ha- the conflict has been, so good. even some of the early movies that were made um, 50 years ago, churches wouldn't get behind him. Even even Moses. Oh, I know. With, uh, Charlton Heston, the, the, yeah. the Ten Commandments, churches wouldn't get behind it because they didn't put ex- exact scripture references. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. So like Which when you crazy. when you have 
And that's still, even in the 90s, there's a, a couple movies that for a short film Academy Awards that were done by Christians and they weren't, they, the church wouldn't stand behind them because they wouldn't put an evangelistic message on the cover. They well, said the they preach themselves. With, yeah, it's also just artists that are out there that are doing the stuff, like we know, and they're not supported because they don't wear that, because they don't do this that way. And yeah. they're trying to really appeal to a, a broader range of people. And so they have to be culturally current. And yeah. so that's the part where you look at that and you go, well, that's that's religion. You know, religion wants it to be in a, a, a little box, but totally. no one's going to come Conformity. into that. Yeah, it's going to be boring. It's going to be like staged. But people want the real thing. They want people authentic and real, which I believe. I believe the church is exploring being authentic and there's something totally. that's shifting and vulnerable. And, and vulnerable and it will happen through the creatives telling that narrative as well. And I think too, like Sean, I feel like I feel God's moving the church to love children. I feel like that's a big yes. deal to Jesus. Yeah. And I feel like he's so tired of the kids being like in a, in a, in a sense, like in a straitjacket, not being able to create or saying you have to be perfect, you have to be professional. I mean, you're five years old. I've already got you signed up for your soccer, for this, for that, and then you're going to go out to college. And these kids, they're, they don't even have any time to create. Yeah. They're completely little robots running around. And this. No, we've it, taken their genius from them the way we had to We have, sure. because creativity is where genius happens. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting because, you know, not only is God investing if you look at early childhood development in colleges and you look at um you look at how people are just thinking about training up children and you listen to just secular psychologists there's so much more kingdom thought in it I which know. is so wild even art therapy and these kinds of things i'm it's like god crazy. wow even even though the church hasn't been necessarily present for running this or, or championing yeah. this you wanted it so bad that you're using current industries and as much bad you can say about psychology right now as you could say good. There's so much exactly. good happening, especially for children that yeah. tools that they're, they're just hasn't, they haven't had. But then as far as a Christian front, there's so many cool things happening as far as creative projects. Like yeah. there's lots of new video games emerging that are I for know. Christians or for or, or crossover. There's lots of storytellers and current video games that, um, that are popular series that are Christians who are taking a lot of the immorality out of them, which is amazing. Yeah. There's also things like TBN has just bought VeggieTales with Universal. Yes, what you they're said. And re, they're re-releasing uh, that along with uh, about six or seven other children's properties that they're going to re-release through Universal. Not even on TBN proper. This will be on like Saturday morning cartoons. This will be on Netflix, these kinds of places. Yeah. So there's going to be messages that will feel safe for our kids exactly. to be involved with. But as far as creativity itself, I think when we look at our lives in the places that we find the most joy and the most comfort and the most release, the most connected, it's when we're in a moment that we are loved and cherished and feel the most where we see ourselves and we see the world around us as, as, as a good thing, you know, right. and creativity automatically reveals that to you. It does. The moment you sit down and you draw, the moment you sit down and you, you do music, even the neurology proves that something happens that yeah. resets you. It's a reformer. It's a resetter. It is. Your neuroplasticity goes off the charts and you know, changing. I just think it's so true. if we could just reapply this as Christians, if you feel like you're in a conformist lifestyle, all you got to do is just pick up a creative habit. You do. It's it. crazy. It'll change everything. And, and you look at how many presidents were creative, were writers or were yeah. artists. I mean, you look at how it's just a therapeutic. I mean, you, I could go down to any magazine that's down there wherever or online and creativity is everywhere. Cre yeah. You know, if you create, then you get more, there's more well being happening to you. I mean, it's just all over the planet. God saying, guys, it's time to wake up and for kids to wake up and to create. This is part of what we're called to. That's why I did create for kids because there's so many, you know, parents are so stuck in this 
like performance minded mm -hmm. oh gosh like this this world that their kids are growing up and their kids are, are not ever able to be who they are too so it's, it's time it's to kind change of the, the great lie when you're in you know, we have little kids who are in kindergarten and pre-kindergarten, and the parents are, like, in anxiety over their kids' college future. Oh, yeah. And I'm laughing knowing on the other end that kids who graduate college, 80% of them don't use their college degree for what they go to a career for. So, I'm like, <laughs> don't be that stressed out. Like, let your kids just <laughs> figure out who they are. Like, one of the parents let was them like, be aren't geniuses. you worried about your daughter that you don't have her in a college prep preschool? And I'm like, no, I'm not worried about it. She's having fun. And, that, you know, in Norway, they, they don't know. even start their kids in school until seven years old. I know. It's crazy. That's wild because they know that they're not ready to develop yet and our kindergarten has become a boot camp for first oh grade oh my gosh it's terrible so they take they took first grade and they put it on kindergarten so the creativity is even more robbed because when yeah. you're doing curriculum that's not based on creativity it's based on math and english and I history know. it just strips them and like my little girl who's six she's so creative her art teacher said she's one of the best she only does kitty unicorns <laughs> totally of, so that's brielle everything's you i even have a unicorn t-shirt for <laughs> when i'm with brielle because that's all she'll wear my granddaughter she's <laughs> so just funny so but funny. she's really gifted so like the, the teacher's like she's really good you should put her in some summer school programs for art and i immediately just thought wow in our culture we're getting neutered because it ha it's regulated two times a week in school and then summer school if you choose as a parent and i'm thinking what forms our identity fastest is when we can when we can explore exactly. when we can do music when we can do exactly when we understand it when it's not competitive stuff that we're exactly. doing exactly uh identifying stuff that we're doing and we're learning and i love that about art therapy and music therapy where me too when kids are participating they actually learn about themselves by what comes out of them that they don't know how to articulate we plan every conversation with words yeah god made us so that we're not limited to the words but we have feelings emotions expressions and even other other areas in our neurology that only operate through nonverbal skills, which art is one of the nonverbal places that we can communicate things that we don't even know what's in our heart. So true. And so when we teach kids to actually yeah. create out of what they don't know, out of what they're not consciously thinking yeah. of, it's coming from their spirit or their soul. It's amazing what happens. And Harper went to a little art group. That's I was leading that conversation with this. She went to a little art group and um, at this beautiful woman's house. And the woman who's teaching the art group is a little new age. And uh, we didn't know that at the time. And and they were making monsters and everything was like super de deep and demonic. Mm -hmm. Like you could just tell, even Harper's like, that was really dark. And it was <laughs> funny. But Harper's was very beautiful and light. And yeah. it was a kitty unicorn, whale. You know, <laughs> of course. Whatever, of course. But uh, I was looking at the other kids. And I actually took a picture of it because it was so dark. And I, I was asking some of the kids what they created. And it was places of dark emotions that they had no expression for. So I was like, this could turn into an art therapy session instantly because they're you not know. having conversations. They're not processing their heart. Exactly. But as a parent, one of the beautiful things is that when your child creates anything, it's part of their heart being revealed to you. Exactly. It's, you know, Sean, when I did create for kids, I, I had one of our artists design colors that represented feelings with like an image that a kid wow. would love, like a dolphin, wow. whatever. For, I can't wait to do this. Yes. Yeah, for create for kids. And what I did is I, and it was so great because I taught these, these three classes here at Bethel. And these kids are, for the first time, sharing their emotions with, wow. with in, in a group as they're doing art with, with adults. And one of the people that was there said, hey, I want to talk to you about my daughter. She's seven. And I had a really hard time. And she came up to me and she goes, mommy, do you feel sad like that blue dolphin in the art class? Wow. And she was associating for the first time feelings and that she could share them with her mother. And there was this huge, huge shift that happened in this family. That's the power because, because they need to get their feelings out. Yeah. That's what and happens. And so do we. And the problem exactly. is we don't have any artistic expression inside of us because we're, we're told we're not artists because we don't draw yeah. well. 
Totally. Or we're not we're not singers because we don't, we can't sing yeah. on, on key. But what's interesting is like with my six year old, I'll do like a clay th- project with her, yeah. and I'll say create something out of your heart, and she'll create something, and we have conversations. Exactly. And I tell parents all the time, if you don't know how to get to your child's heart, do a creative project with them and ask them questions, and you'll learn about them. Exactly. Something you would never learn because they don't know how to even start a conversation. They don't They're even emotionally know. Intelligent enough. Yeah. Yet to do that, and it's the same way with us. Exactly. There's times that like if I'm locked up. I'll do something creative, even if it's not something I feel good at, you know, yeah. I'll do something creative and that helps me. I don't just go to entertainment to be entertained oh gosh, because that totally. actually shuts it down. It's true. But I'll go and do something and actually my wife gardens and does it, you know, and all yeah. of a sudden by the end of the time I'm doing the creative project, I have insight, I have inspiration, I'm telling you, it's... I have tools, I have ways to communicate. So even with Shree and I, my wife, if we're like at a place where an impasse where we're not communicating well, I'm looking for things that will bring out because I'm a pressure cooker. So I need time. Yeah. to process and Me I don't too. process intellectually all the time a lot of it's emotionally yeah so creativity causes you to access a different muscle inside of you to process differently I mean I can't tell you how many times because uh, you know how busy I am how many times when I'm going to paint on stage or I'm going to do something it is my happy place yeah. because I can totally tune out every single thing yeah. and I can just create and I can think and I can just be with God and I can kind of, it's like, it's where you let the bookends like go and you just let everything out. And that's the power of healing through creativity, both for adults and for kids. But Sean, it's been amazing. You, you totally, I mean, we could talk forever <laughs> <laughs> about the power of what we're learning. Yeah. And this is for everybody. I, I want you to know, like, Please, please check out check out Sean's product. Check out his podcast. Check out the things that he's being that God is birthing in him. The things from TBN that are yeah, going to be a TBN show coming out probably in the fall. In the fall, so check that out too, yeah. and um, and continue to grow. But remember, like what we're talking about is for you. This isn't just for people that like us. That like you know we might have written a book, whatever. This is for everyone to mm-hmm. learn to create. And we just declare for your kids. We declare for you that you can create and you can be healed and you can be set free. And we pray that your original wiring as a creator would be restored. Yes. That you may not see yourself that way. It's not an issue of how you see yourself. It's an issue of how God put truth inside of you to be creative. Yeah. And I pray that that would be restored regardless of how you feel, that you would adopt something that would cause you to feel you're in your creative place. Yeah. And whatever that is. And again, it doesn't necessarily have to be art. It could be something in business. It could be culinary. It could be anything. Absolutely. So don't limit him because he's a big God and he created you to enjoy your life and to create. So thanks again, Sean. Thanks for having me on. I love you so much. (laughs) And uh, I know that we're going to see you again here. And uh, just have an incredible day and remember who you are. And remember that there's something inside you that's been unlocked through through this whole entire podcast that you can walk in for the rest of your life. Oh my gosh, thank you, Sean Bowles, for all that you have given to us through your years of experience and knowing how to translate God, how to become culturally current, and how to grow in this next prophetic move as creatives. There's something that changes when we take personal ownership. So one of the things that I did is I said, Father, what can I do to transform my city? And how could that be something that could happen that the city would want And so about three years ago, I started something called the Faces of Reading, and I got this idea from Brian Peterson, who's from the Southern California area, who really started this program that helped to honor the homeless by doing their portraits. 
So I knocked on the city's door <laughs> and I said, hey, I would like to start something called the Faces of Reading and honor the unsung heroes that you would like to see really honored through art, photography, through painting, through all different kinds of ways. And so they said yes. And so we began this journey of doing an event called the Faces of Reading that is so culturally current because it's what our city wants. And so we were able to do their portrait and then find out about their story and do photos on their life. And then the whole city was able to come out and honor these recipients. It was crazy. So the following year, the city said, can you do this again? And I said, of course. And so we had a huge car fire here, which the fire went all the way around Reading. And so I wanted to honor the unsung heroes that were so heroic during that time. And the city was so overwhelmed and wanted this to happen. And so I gathered up a team of people to do portraits again and photography and writing. And we headed in to see where was the gold that happened because God always turns everything into good. And so here are some stories that I wanted to share with you about that. There's one woman named Brandy Merkel, and she was just working for the for just a, a regular hotel. And she was busy and she was doing marketing and she heard about all these firemen that were camped out in front of their hotel because they had no place to stay, you know, like Jesus, no room in the end. So she said, hey guys, I'm converting the ballroom into a dorm room. And she housed these firemen for over six weeks in the ballroom, not only did she house them, but she took care of them by doing their laundry, by getting people involved in social media. Can you imagine all the uniforms with tar, with all the different soot that needed to be washed and cleaned? And she even provided massages for them after they worked so hard 24-hour shifts. It's crazy. And then there was another great story of Sharon Clay, who worked for the Turtle Bay um, Museum. And it's also a wildlife reserve. And so she got together because all of the all of the animals were in danger. And she housed over 81 animals. Yes, I'm talking about snakes, bobcats, birds, any kind that you could ever imagine. And she housed them in her house for over 10 days, for 24 hours straight each day. Crazy, isn't it? What could happen if we looked at these stories and we saw the whole city come out to honor them? So we had over 800 people come and so many people were touched because these stories were a part of their story in the tragedy that had happened. So I want to really encourage you right now, wherever you are, that God's stories a breakthrough by being culturally relevant, by finding out what people need is so vital for what can happen as we move in and become creative. So as you pause right now, I want you to let God give you a creative idea that you can practice to become culturally relevant to the people that, that you want to touch on a regular basis. Just listen to his voice. That's right. 
just continue to go after that. Just like Sean talked about translating God in our culture, we get to do that every day as creatives. I feel so tied to you that this is your calling, is to take the seed that God has given you and to find out what people around you need. So take time and do that on a regular basis. And if you enjoyed hearing this podcast, oh, I just encourage you to look at Create 28. It's 28 sessions to help you to become more culturally current, to find out who you are. Check it out. That's on TeresaDemon.com. And in my next episode, I can hardly wait, I will be sharing about risk. I know that's a big topic for all of us out there, how we can face our fears. I'll be sharing with you tools that will help you to break free and move forward into your a destiny. In fact, I'll be interf- I'm so excited. I'll be interviewing my husband Kevin Deadman, who wrote the book uh, The Risk Factor and also The Ultimate Treasure Hunt, which is such is so popular all around the world. So he'll be talking to you about how to take risks and how to grow as a creative. So, until then, can't wait to talk to you next time during the next episode. And remember, you are born to create.